golden earring with the twilight zone and here we are social distancing like crazy and uh it's been i don't know um i think tuesday will be seven days right or ten i don't know anymore uh it feels weird um definitely i i since i had my foot surgery i haven't been i only went back to work for a week so uh I've been out of work now for like eight weeks with the break of about a week and a half. So that's kind of crazy to think about. Um, and uh, that was kind of wild, having surgery down at General. And it was pretty cool. They were actually pretty nice to me, and they played some Simon and Garfunkel for me. Um, and, you know, obviously gave me some good drugs. I was in the new part of the um, the hospital, the part where supposedly Zuckerberg gave the money to... Um, and it is nice. It was nice in there. Um, I also want to give a shout out to Vicky. I saw on her Instagram that she had posted herself leaving there after a procedure. And I'm glad that you're on the mend, Vicky. We love you. Uh, so, um, I've just been hanging out in my apartment with my animals and going out for my exercise. And, uh, and it's just crazy. Uh, if I go out after dark, after 8 o'clock, it looks like 3 in the morning. It's almost hard to even tell what time it is because just nobody's out there. And at night, it's just an eerie quiet. It's very, very quiet. Um, and uh, it's hard to sleep because I start to wake up just thinking, when am I going to... Are things going to go back to normal? When are things going to start to calm down? But I guess we won't know anything for another week, so... Um, I guess that's where we'll, we'll find some, some information out. Sounds like they're going to try and give us some money. We'll see what happens there and just kind of hope for the best and try to be all, you know, super optimistic about it, even though I'm sure there's just going to be a lot of easier said than done kind of stuff happening. There are a lot of promises and it's just a crazy time. Uh, still working on my ghost story, uh, trying to keep projects going. Like I worked on, I sewed a shirt. I was stoked on that. And I'm still finishing up the story, which I'm really excited about. It's actually coming around pretty good. Uh, I think I mentioned that the last time. And uh, uh, my neighbor, Pat, brought me over this super bitchin' 
photo album of Clarence's and uh, I'll post a couple on Instagram. They're so cool. Just old black and white photographs of his life growing up here. And uh, it's super cool. You'll love them. Um, So I'm going to post some of those. Uh, I'm going to be working on the music too pretty soon. Hopefully this week I'm going to start working on the song for the record for the book because I'm going to put a record in the book Uh, called The Gilded Pine Box. Um, And uh, Washington's been hit pretty hard. So my family is just, uh, it's kind of chaos up there. Um, They've dealt with this uh, virus a little longer than we have. So it really hit Washington really hard and a lot of people died. And I have a lot of uh, family up there that are um, in their 70s. So, uh, and my sister-in-law is a x-ray technician and so it's just been really stressful uh, my brother's also owns a, a janitorial cleaning supply uh, company and he can't get anything any equipment to clean uh, these commercial res- places that uh, he cleans so he's getting really frustrated because everybody's hoarding on all the supplies and then if he can't clean the commercial places then they're not going to be cleaned so it's just such a weird experience for him uh but um, I think they're, they're finding other ways. Um, he's actually been thinking about um, contacting, you know, maybe some government officials and saying, help me get toilet paper and paper towels and bleach. <laughs> it's crazy. Um, and uh, I went to Golden Gate Park today and I roller skated and it was super duper fun on my, on my foot after surgery. And uh, it was really scary at first because... Um, feels stronger but it feels like I have to learn to trust that it's strong so uh, roller skating is good it forces you to use every single part of your foot and it was nice to be outside and it's the perfect social distance exercise um and uh, it was fun because I would put on my headphones so I'd be listening to like heavy metal and they're all dancing to some soul or funk song and but you know the the timing's kind of the same for like basic hair metal so uh, it looks like they're dancing to my song, so it's pretty rad. There's a guy there that has this uh, really cool mullet. Kind of looks like, uh, not to get too far off the subject, but um, you know, at home insanity, binge watching uh, Tiger King. He has kind of a Tiger King mullet, but he's not anything like that guy at all. Uh, he's a very fit-ish. Uh, I think he's Latino, um, and he's he wears pink tutu. He's in my Instagram uh, picture, and he's also hangs out at Church of Eight Wheels, so you probably see him there. He always wears like a pink uh, a pink tutu. It's more like a ballet ice skating skirt. Um, and then if you see him at Church of Eight Wheels, he has um, he has wings and like he has full on gear, you know, full on. And it's just amazing to watch him skate. And he used to skate on four wheels, but now he's switched to some really funky inlines that only have three wheels. Um, and they're more compact. I think it's uh, giving him some more uh, freedom to, to move around quicker. Uh, he's great. He also kind of has a beer belly, and I like that about him. He's like, you know, he's just happy. He's just happy to be out there skating, kicking ass, dancing. And uh, there was uh, two two sort of like backup skaters. They were really cute. It was a really cool lady uh, in the sky, and they were just kind of stepping to the beat, and they were doing a great job. And I'm going to sneeze, I think.
Nope. Nope. Okay. No sneezing. Uh, I saw Doug Avery on the way in there, on the way to the park. That was fun. It's fun to skate in there when they close everything off. Um, but you have to be careful because if you have your headphones on too loud, somebody could come up from behind you because it's just chaos on the street. There's no direction and there's no, you know, whatever it takes, whatever you got. You got a scooter, you got a bike, you got a Frisbee, like feet, you're jogging, you're running, you're doing cartwheels. Like it doesn't matter. Like just total insanity um, on the streets of Golden Gate Park, but in a very fun way. So that made me feel really good today. I enjoyed getting back out there. Um, and, uh, also I, um, I got to get back to that horrible documentary. We just have to talk about this for a minute cause it just watched it last night, but, uh, Tiger King, it's, it's hard. I know there's a lot of, uh, uh, series right now on Netflix about animals and you think, oh, I can't watch it because they have animal cruelty in them. But um, I, I watch them and then if it's bad, I just turn it off because education, you just got to get through it sometimes because that's the only way that change happens. Everybody saw Blackfish and I, you know, that really changed SeaWorld. It really showed that you can make a difference, um, even if it's just a little one and you got to appreciate the little ones, but um, you have to watch these things. Um, unfortunately. And, uh, and so this one, this one is just totally just unbelievable. Uh, it's a trilogy of three cat exotic cat owners and they're all fucking insane batshit crazy. And they're making insane accusations about each other. And, um, and they're all just, they're just sketchy, 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 sketchy people. Um, and I, I, and this, this mullet, the mullet that this, uh, Joe exotic, I mean, you guys might've seen him already. It's so, it's already one thing, uh, through the most of the movie. And then at the very end, he dies, he dies at dark and he's in prison and he's just a set of bangs, just like talking to this camera. And it's seriously like, Oh, dude, why are you holding on to those bangs? You look like just a set of bangs. You don't, there's nothing else to you except a pair of creepy eyes and a set of bangs. And for me, it was just, it killed me. It was pretty fucking awesome. Um, and, uh, I can't remember the name of the doc something, the other creepy cat dude. Oh my God. Safari hat, gray hair, ponytail. He's brought all the animals on, uh, Jay Leno, all the exotic tigers. And, uh, he's just super fucking creepazoid. I mean, he should be in the dictionary and just his face should just pop up. Beware. Do not let your daughter anywhere near this fucking asshole. Um, and he's sort of like in and out, uh, throughout the whole documentary. Not really a lot. Cause he's got so much dirt on him that, uh, I, he was probably very selective about what he would let them talk about. But one thing he brought up, which uh, cracked me up as he was all, Oh, and this is my guru, Satchitananda. Uh, at the Integral Yoga uh, Institute, and that's I studied under him, and I was like, "Oh shit! Oh god! Oh god! How crazy this guy! Oh, and great this fucking guy!" And uh, and I love Sachi Dananda. Um, although I was always super skeptical of any having, I don't call anybody my guru, um, but I did learn underneath him, uh, and I trained at Integral Yoga Institute, and I loved it. And I'm always super sketchy about especially the fucking yoga community, because I, I love yoga, but I do not love the community. Um, 
And I kind of like this place because it was in the early 2000s and that was when uh, yoga had become really popular again and uh, everybody was going to yoga studios and I would just needed something to help deal with my stress and insanity. Um, and uh, also my arthritis, it just it did wonders for all of it. And uh, and so I loved it and I became an instructor and I, I, I taught up there for years. I, I spent a long time up there. Uh, they have a, a institute on 20th and uh, and the top of uh, Dolores Park. And there's been lots of creeps that have come out of there. Um, and studying under him. Uh, and this guy was definitely just, oh, my God, you guys, he sucks so hard. And so you'll see him and he pops in and out of the out of the um, the documentary. And uh, he basically just is like a it's like a, oh, it's, a it's a it's an exotic cat factory. Uh, which is a total, you know, he lies and just is teaching all, he wants to teach women how to be yoga instructors slash animal trainers. And so these chicks, are you kidding? Like in early 2000s to 2017, we're like, fuck yeah. Imagine every, you know, person that probably go to Burning Man, it's going to sign up for this shit. And uh, so, um, and then he had like three wives and you know, that he was like getting them in there like at 15, 16 years old, just grooming all these women, just a total fucking awful fucking dude. And that's just one of the people that, uh, that owned exotic cats. And the main woman, the cat lady that is, um, uh, she's got a rescue and, uh, she's the, you know, she's, she's the, the, the soldier, the, the one that like is in, you know, in partner with PETA and, and very, uh, you know, she's the rescue. She she has, she, oh my God, she wears these insane, like, floral wreaths in her hair. She is crazy and is accused of, uh, by uh, Joe Exotic, of um, feeding her first husband to the lions. <laughs> or the tigers. So, just right there. Okay, turn that shit on. Um, also, but, you know, what we want to learn is we want to get these animals out of all of these people's hands and back into the wild. Um, if there is any wild left. So in their name of saying that they're, they're teaching and educating people about, about these endangered species, um, beautiful tigers and lions and bears. Fuck you. They are profiting like crazy. And the cat lady, uh, even though she's trying to fight the good fight and I'm sure she's saved some and, and, but she's dirty. She's a dirty bird. And she, has a color-coded volunteer system, which is such a pyramid scam. Um, I'm hoping that they'll make a movie and Drew Barrymore will play her. I think she would be perfect. <laughs> you guys have to watch this. It's a great time to watch something totally insane. And of course, you know, I am a crazy cat lady, so I had, I, I watched it and, you know, it is, um, it is, it is sad. Um, but you don't see any animals. They're not like, they're not cutting any animals open. Um, but it, it is about animal cruelty. You know, it is about the trade of animals and how animals are trafficked all over this world un- illegally. And that's how this guy st- decided to make this film. So it's, it's not just an exploitive, you know, uh, Ooh, look at this. It's, it's got a lot of substance to it. Um, and I think this guy worked really hard on this film. And he did a great job. And there's some, some heroes in there that I think, uh, were more unsung. So I definitely check it out, you guys. If you ever watch ID television in your life, this is the Grand Poobah. It's got everything. So um, I, I tore through that. And 
that, you know, that you can't watch anything that has an audience because there's no audiences anymore, which is such a weird thing. Um, I tried to watch John Oliver and it looked so weird, but he did a great job. But he was like, I'm not coming back. That's too hard. I'm like, okay, whatever. It's fine. I don't have cable anymore. I just have Roku. Um, so uh, lots of Netflix and lots of Hulu. And, um, you know, and lots of reading, too. I actually uh, read this really great book that if anybody wants to borrow it, text me and I'll, I'll give it to them because I finished it. It's called I Might Regret This by Abby Jacobson. And I never saw her, um, her series, Broad City. I might have seen one episode or so, but. I just never, uh, I don't know, I just never got around to it, which I felt bad, but I saw this book after I um, was in a bookstore, and it was great. I loved it. I really, um, I was really impressed. I thought she did a great job, and it's just great. It's just fun. It's about her taking a road trip from New York to California, and uh, and it's, it's, and I just did that last summer, you know, just took a trip up north by myself and it is fun to do that. And it is kind of like scary at the same time. And she had a great sense of humor and she has beautiful sketches in here. And, uh, I tucked in one of my shirts for the first time ever. And she talks about tucking in one of her shirts for the first time ever. So she inspired me to tuck in my shirt. Um, so yeah, I might regret this. It's a great book. I really liked it. And I also was really happy uh, at the counter at Dog-Eared Books. They had a bunch of, like, last-minute buys, um, as all stores do, to suck you in to buy stuff. And uh, Thich Nhat Hanh, um, I never know if I say that right. I'm sure somebody will correct me. Uh, he's a great um, Buddhist poet and a great writer. And so I just got this really cute little easy little small kind of book that I can throw in my purse and it just has a lot of great like um just little little sutras to read to kind of keep your mind kind of calm um and I'm so glad I bought this I bought it right before my surgery and it's called How to See and I really love it um just you know it's just nice nice little reminders of how to treat people and how to treat yourself and you know not getting too deep into impermanence and it's got some nice um some nice drawings in it too so um I really liked it so I've been carrying this one around in my purse to keep me from getting all road raged out and I've been good I haven't road raged but honestly because there's nobody out there is probably helping a lot just you know just straight up like mathematics of how many people I see in a day so um I mean there's still fuck bags out there trust me um I was kind of surprised today when I was roller skating and like some guy just kind of tried to scoot through there on one of those electric scoots and like with his phone taking pictures of us roller skating or video. And I was like, no, no battery operated in the skate. No, not in the skate uh, alley or whatever you want to call it, the skate cove, skate spot. You know, no, you can't have a, a scoot there. Um, a lime. No, no limes. Um, and a woman walked there and she gave me a really weird look like I was in her way and she walked right into the middle of the skate spot, so... There's still a bunch of clueless fuckbags out there. <laughs> um, but then she seemed really nice. I think she was just confused and probably a tourist and probably stuck here. So I should be nicer about that. But anyway, that, that happened. Um, uh, Paco and I went to Rockaway Beach, and that was awesome. I, I highly recommend getting up there if you can. 
Um, I haven't seen anybody. I've just been at home and like, I go to the shop. Um, I go to the hair salon. And I feed the fish, and uh, Hayes Valley just looks so weird with nobody there. Uh, the mechanic shop's open. Fatty Calf is open, um, and then they'll just be lunatics running around. It's uh, it's and Walgreens is open there. So yeah, it's it's always pretty interesting when I go over there to feed the fish. Um, yeah, that's uh, that's kind of. You know, I don't know. We're just on hold, right? Um, I just wanted to send out another another podcast just so people would have maybe something to listen to. Um, I don't have any, uh, like, you know, information. There's nothing that's really changed outside when I go out there and do my essential exercising. Um, I uh, I love the gross out. They still got plenty of good stuff for days, so that that's always fun to go to the grocery outlet. Uh, and the Safeway in Pacifica had a lot of stuff. If you, you know, if you can, if you can get out a little bit, actually, I think some of those grocery stores have a little more, um, stuff to choose from and they should be stocking up again soon. Cliff's Variety is open and that's really fun. Uh, cause you know, they have all kinds of stuff. You can get puzzles and, you know, stuff like that. So sometimes you got to turn the TV off or you got to turn the radio off, whatever you're listening to, or even your phone, just so you don't, um, you know, just like, ah, just start to drown in this like information that we don't really know yet. What's going to happen next. Uh, I, uh, just wanted to say that. And also, you know, um, I'm still thinking about, you know, I've been looking and, and seeing places in Alameda and about leaving here and, one of the things, I have things that I want to hopefully try and accomplish before I go. And I think one of them would be asking uh, Presida Eyes to find out what the deal is if, like, why we can't put a mural maybe on the post office because all of the graffiti there is um, out of control. And it's such a great corner for just a totally kick-ass mural. We've got those two trees that are right there. And I think there's a lot of communication going on there between gangs um, when they tag the shit out of it. So, um, I asked Amisha if she, cause she knows some people in the alley that, um, that, uh, help, um, coordinate a lot of the murals on, um, Lilac Street. So if you guys know anything, just give me a shout. Let me know. I, I'm not going to write Hillary now, Rodden, because obviously she just sent us a text or an email talking about how she's working 15 hour days. So we'll give her a break this week, but maybe when things get back to normal, it'd be cool to put a bitchin' mural there. Um, if anybody knows anything, let me know. And, uh, I'll post some pictures of the beautiful photographs that, uh, Pat is letting me use of Clarence. We had a garage sale out front about, well, I guess right before my surgery. It was so much fun. Amisha and Michelle and I, and, uh, and that's when he gave those to me. And, um, it was really fun. It was fun to have a garage sale and just hang out on Cap Street and, and uh, I, Michelle and Mish got to see, like, Gladys, you know, in, in the flesh. I mean, they see, him all, see her all the time anyway, but, like, and George, and uh, it was just fun. I think it was to put some faces to some names. Um, and people were nice. The, the new neighbor next door, she came over with her dog, Lou, and, and uh, checked out our stuff. And I got that bitch in Emilio Estevez pin, and, um, and we got our houses cleaned out. We're totally doing the tidy up thing. All right, you guys, um, I just want to say that uh, I hope that we all can get back to work soon and, and 
and that we're all going to maybe squash this weird virus by doing this very uh, unprecedented uh, social distancing. It's uh, nobody's ever, we've never done this before in history, so we're part of history again. And uh, maybe we can start being part of history when it's like good, fun stuff. All right. Bye-bye.